Welcome everybody back to the Friar Talk podcast and YouTube channel. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking about the MLB pitching market in free agency and how it impacts the Padres. We're also going to be discussing, you know, whether or not they should go after some of these higher caliber names, um, discussing Max Scherzer, discussing Stroman. And Chase, I know that you and Isaac already did talk about Stroman a bit, um, but I want to talk a little bit about him and just, you know, some of these other options and whether or not the Padres should make a move for them. Because I think that this market early on is a little bit interesting when you compare it to position players. These guys are getting very, very big deals. I think one of the ones that really stood out, or, or two of them, were the Verlander and Syndergaard deals where they're both making over $20 million a year. Um, Syndergaard's at 21, Verlander's at 25. I don't I don't know if I would say like either of them are bad, but it's just very expensive. Um, and then you also look at Eduardo Rodriguez, he had what a over like over 15 million a year on a five year deal, so a lot of money tied up in him. I think it was 77 million. Um, and then you start talk, thinking about some of these other guys that could that are are free agents right now, like Scherzer. Um, Kershaw is, but I don't know like if what his plan is if he's going to keep playing. You know, a lot of questions there. Uh, you know, there's a few names as well. I think that there's some lower end guys that we can talk about, but this is a really really good free agent class. For both pitchers, but I think more in terms of the position players that are available. Like there are a ton of very good baseball players that you could sign in free agency this year. So another aspect of the pitching market that I want to bring up as well is that the the hitters market, especially like for more like slugging like positions and guys that could potentially DH, I think it's gonna take a little while for that to take off. So I think that's why we're seeing mostly pitchers signed early on here um, in this in this free agency period. Is just that they have to wait until these CBA agreements are done. So it's likely that that those kind of signings, like for instance, why would Nelson Cruz sign now if he can wait and then see? Oh, now there's another half of the league that's interested in me where they wouldn't be interested in me before. So I think there's a few players that just are, are, have added value if the National League does adopt the DH. So I think that's why you're going to see some of the more like corner outfield spots, first base, and DH, like those positions kind of waited on a little bit. But Chase, what do you think about this market? Do you think that the Padres should go try to make a move in the pitching market? Um, and then I'll kind of give my piece afterwards. But where are you at on all this? So from the market that has signed, it's a very expensive market. Like Cindergard and Verlander threw a combined, I think, eight innings together last year, and they both signed over for $20 million, like each. A year it's it's pretty crazy um a lot of the high-end pitchers you know they're gonna sign for your 20 million a year even mid guys are probably gonna get over 15 million dollars a year so if the Padres were gonna go after someone it's gonna have to be someone that needs to like prove that they still have the stuff to make it in the league it could be like an old veteran or guy that's kind of just hasn't lived up to his name like one guy that I'm thinking of I said it in the last video, James Paxton. He was really dominant with the Mariners. He kind of went to the Yankees and fell apart. He's always had that potential to be a great pitcher. You know, he is 33 years old. You know, he's probably going to want like a one-year deal. If you want a low-risk, high-reward pitcher, I think Paxton, you hope Niebla can come in and fix all the pitchers, you know, keep them all with their mechanics, their pitches the same, if not improve everything and every little activity. But you want them to also be able to pull outside guys in and fix them up and turn them to what they used to be. 
think Paxton's a great one of those guys. You know, Chris Archer's kind of had a slight fall from grace. He's not the ace that he used to be. Uh, we, we know how Jake Arrieta and them went. Julio Tehran might be an interesting name. He's not going to make a lot of money, but he pitches a lot. He's going to be like a a high three to maybe low four ERA guys. We talked about Zach Davies. Drew Smiley might be a good one. He might, you know, he those mid-tier pitchers last that he can make over 15 million a year if the team is really that desperate for pitching. And another thing is, is with the CBA agreement still going on, why would a pitcher go and sign over to a National League team right now if they're going to have to hit? We know pitchers, most pitchers do not like to hit. They regret hitting. Like Darvish hates hitting. Most of the guys rather focus on pitching. That's why more pitchers are for the DH and and probably any other team. So I feel like we're going to start seeing either the pitching market slow down just a little bit until the CBA agreements get done. Because if not, I feel like more pitchers are going to be like, you know what, I'm an older guy. I'm getting to towards the end of my career. I really don't need to be running the bases. I don't really don't need that extra risk of injury or getting hit by a pitch. Like they don't need it. So uh, until that's done, you know, you might re- see a real AL heavy market right now. And if the Padres make their move, it's going to probably have to be after the CBA agreements that the DH comes. But even then, if the DH comes, I really don't think we need to sign a pitch. But if we do, it's going to be like a low, uh, low risk, high reward type situation where you're, you're spending a one year deal on a show me, show me you still have. So I can get you the market for next year. And I get all the benefits of you pitching great and being a good clubhouse guy. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely with you on that, Chase. I don't think the Padres should be in the like top end pitching market. Uh, Scherzer, his market value is thirty five million dollars a year. I think that completely prices him out of of you know the Padres' plans. Now, don't get me wrong; it would be great to go get a guy like him. I just don't think it's going to happen, especially when you look at like. Okay, for instance, Seager's 31 million. Like, and I get that the length of these deals is going to be a lot different, but for the Padres' current payroll situation, it doesn't make a ton of sense to add a guy that's making over 30 million dollars to it when you need to patch up quite a few spots and especially quite a few spots in the lineup. Um, so that's something where I think that it's less likely. Like Stroman is projected to get 21 million a year and he's 30 right now. So it'd be a little bit less. If you can do it, sure. I, I guess, but the the question I would have is, does that mean you're not going to have Joe Musgrove extended? Like, are you not going to be able to do that? Because I think that very well could mean that. Um, does that mean that you're going to lose Musgrove and Snell? And then soon after that, you're going to lose Darvish? And like, the I think for me, the area where the Padres need to improve their pitching is in the minor league system. I think that's the biggest issue for them because yes, they have a bunch of guys that are about to graduate right now, but they're about to graduate. They're about to go be the, those depth pieces for the minor league. Or I mean, sorry, for the major league and for the bullpen. Like they might, be, you know, they might have a couple of guys like come in there, be bullpen arms last year, kind of like uh, Reese Kinnear was. Um, potentially, you have Mackenzie Gore come up this year. So I think that high upside guy that's not very expensive that can be a fifth starter. Because that's the other thing. This guy is going to be a fifth starter. You're not asking him to go out there and and be a two or a three. That's who they need in this spot. 
Another big factor, though, is Chris Paddock. Is Chris Paddock going to be healthy next year? Because I know there's been some rumors about him potentially getting Tommy John. If he gets Tommy John, I think that does it becomes a, a higher priority. But I do feel like a lot of people um, that are Padres fans just feel like, oh, like this is a big priority. You got to go get a pitcher. And I don't feel that way. I think that you need to go get more impact bats. When you look at how this team finished, like their biggest issue was they were not producing runs. They were a bad lineup. It wasn't that the, the pitching was that bad. Now it fell apart, but it fell apart because it was super depleted by injuries. And you've already seen them make a lot of moves there. They've already put a lot of money into the pitching. So I just find it hard to believe that they're going to go and, and spend another big, a big amount of money there. And I just think it would hurt them because I don't think their lineup is going to really be that great if that's the case. Um, I've liked what they've done so far in the offseason. Uh, but, you know, bringing in Niebla, I think that's going to help their pitching as well. Um, I don't know. For me, the biggest priority is going and getting a couple impact bats because I don't see how I don't see how with the current guys they have in this on this team that they're going to be able to really make a deep playoff run unless they go add some bats that they can put around Fernando, Manny, Cronenworth. Um, and then those guys' deals don't need to be super long or anything because you have some some younger guys in Hassel, Abrams coming up. But I don't know. Do you think that they should try to maybe like add some more minor league depth in terms of trades? I think that would be a better option than going and trying to getting like a high end major league option. Um, I just think that I'd rather see them get some depth instead and also get a high upside fifth starter. Uh, I mean, you could argue that they need the minor league, depth, but we've also seen some guys outperform themselves and kind of put themselves in a conversation where, yeah, I mean, we have a really strong class. I mean, we're going to see them climb through the ladders, and if you just add more arms, you not, might kind of prohibit them from climbing the ladders as fast as they might just because then you're going to have more pieces to move around. That's I think you need more minor league depth. But signing a couple of veterans to minor league deals with the options to make the club, like in spring training, I think that would probably be the most important thing. You know, because, hey, if they they – succeed enough in spring training where you want them on the rock you have that option and if not they can go to the minor leagues or they can just kind of remove themselves from the organization and look elsewhere i think that's probably the best option because realistically you don't want the veterans kind of just sitting in the minor leagues because then you're just kind of be like okay cool yeah this guy's really performing but we promised this guy like hey you're probably going to be our first call up if anything happens even though this guy's balling you're the veteran that we need right now. No, you sometimes need to go with the guy that's falling in the minor leagues. Just get them while they're on that confidence high. So I think it just changes the dynamic. Definitely side the sign the fifth starter with high upside, but I don't think you necessarily need the minor league depth in vet, with veteran players. Yeah, I think also one thing I'll add before we take off is I think best case scenario is if Chris Paddock is not starting, he's not the fifth starter to start the year. Um, and he is out with injury or if they want to have Clevenger have like coming in like a bullpen role where it's like an opener. If you have Adrian Martinez, Reese Kinnear, McKenzie Gore, if those guys are in that fifth starting spot or maybe fourth being an opener, that's best case scenario because that means they succeeded in spring training and they're the guy you're moving forward with. Like that's what we all really want. We don't, we don't want a, uh, you know, a guy that's not super great on the back end. Like, of course you want to have, better players there but i think that there's a bunch of candidates for this team where you have to bank on like one guy landing and one guy being able to take on that role 
just because you do need to, I believe you do need to spend the money elsewhere, but anything else you want to add chase before we take off out of here? All right. Awesome. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, we are going to be going live on Sunday again. Chase will be on, I will be on and Isaac will be on at nine o'clock on Sunday. So hop on. We'll talk, we'll talk a lot about the Padres. Um, also we'll probably be talking about a lot of about football, the NFL playoffs, both the chargers and the Niners are, I don't know. I think that they're both have like their next, like their next three games are really, really important for if they make the playoffs or not. So a lot of fun discussions to have there, but whatever you guys are asking, we'll, we'll answer um, and just go through that kind of stuff. But thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you guys very soon.